Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. Hey, hey, how you doing LinkedIn? Thank you guys so much for joining us. It is another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox Live. I am your host, Laquita Mondley. And I am very excited to be with you guys again on today. I see we have a few people that are still coming in the room. I want to thank you so much and give a moment for everyone to join us across the various social media platforms. We have people I see coming in from YouTube. Thank you guys for coming in. Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, and of course, Facebook. Thank you guys for coming in. Today, we have an amazing treat in store for you. But before we jump in and start talking to Enrique, let me take a moment to thank our sponsors of today's episode of Laquita's Toolbox Live. And they are Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory shop where we as believers can shop for clothing and accessories that allow us to wear the message of the love of Jesus Christ. Check them out at www.covenant-press.com. Again, that's www.covenant-press.com. Take your time and browse through and look at all the wonderful selections that they have, but don't pop up with those pop-ups too quickly because Covenant Press always provides amazing discounts and savings. So you want to grab that code that you find in those pop-ups, place it in the appropriate section at the checkout to receive your discounts and savings. Again, that's www.covenant-press.com. Listen, Enrique, it is 1130. It's 1133. It's 1133 on Thursday. It's Laquita's Toolbox Live. And I've been excited about this conversation since we had our IG Live. Was that what, last week? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, guys, I hope you got something to write with and to write on. And don't worry, this is a live. So when we finish, you have the hashtag replay. Go back and back that thing up a little bit because you don't want to miss these gems. If you missed the IG last week, we got you today because Enrique was releasing some fire on last week. Thank you for joining us from Atlanta, Jonathan. We thank you so much for being here. Miss Adina, thank you for coming in from the Dallas area. Had a great time with you this past weekend. <laughs> We're looking forward to it. So let me take a moment, Enrique, please, for the few people out there that might not know who you are. Yeah. Uh, no, well, no. Yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Laquita. Uh, this has been uh, a quite of, a, of an experience since our last meet. Um, I'm Enrique Acosta-Gonzalez. Uh, Best to say, just a servant leader in, in whatever capacity the Lord would have me to be in. Um, and that's my aim. My aim is to be not only of service, but enrichment. Uh, so, But I'm a leadership development coach, sort of uh, in the same lines and frame of view, John Maxwell trained uh, and certified uh, and just loving life and, and enjoying this journey. Hey man, thank you again for being here. I know you, even last week, like, you're talking about keep pushing. So I had transparency, people. 
we've been talking with Ricky. I've been on this show and it never registered to me that he lived in Florida. And so we were getting ready for the live and he mentioned it. And I was like, oh my God, wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't realize that. But despite all of that, um, we had a great time on IG mm-hmm. Live on Thursday in the midst of a very bad storm. So thank you again. It, and it just goes to show that's that's one of the things we're going to bring up today about leadership. You are a leadership development coach. And as leaders, uh, we make a lot of sacrifices and we push through and do the things that most people won't do um, in order to develop our people, in order to provide what's needed. So we have to um, we have to keep that in mind. So mm-hmm. tell me, man, like you are John Maxwell certified, but I also know that you know, there's been some time in your life where you spent uh, a number of years active duty Navy and um, as a senior pastor of an organization. Tell us how those two roles prepared you for what you're doing today. How did they prepare you personally and professionally as a leader? Yeah, that's a, a great question. Uh, before I get in there, Aloha, Dina um, and Jonathan for being with us today. Um, how did those roles... Uh, I was military minded from high school. Right? I was in junior ROTC and I knew I was going in the service, thought it was the air force, but God has something different for me. Uh, ended up in the Navy, did 26 years. And my leadership journey actually started there. Uh, but if I were to even go back a little, my leadership journey started at home. Mm, I am yeah. the eldest of a total of about 11 kids. <laughs> And uh, split between my mom and my dad. And um, as the oldest, there are just some things that you just got to do. And and that's it. Right. Um, You know, I remember cooking and sweeping and mopping. I was seven years old. Uh, My mom was making sure that by eight, nine, ten, I was helping her. Yes. So and with so many kids, you know, you kind of do you you forfeit your childhood for the responsibility of mm-hmm. caretaker leader uh, in a home with so many kids. But so it started there, but really didn't come in uh, solid till I was in the service where I was actually over people uh, in terms of leading groups and making sure that people were mentored and things like that. The church has always been uh, in my life since I was 10 years old. Um, did not see too much leadership uh, there, uh, it, you know, for whatever reason. But I did play the drums, so I was in the, you know, in the, in the choir. Then did all that thing. Uh, um, uh, did Sunday school for little kids as I grew older. But leadership really didn't start till I was older in the faith and and you know as a as an adult. You know, I I love to hear you say that your leadership actually started when you was when you were a kid because we you know we I believe that leaders everybody can be a leader and if we're looking at it from the definition of influence right mm-hmm. like who do we have influence over it's just a matter of are we positively influencing them or are we negatively influencing them and within our homes like I'm the oldest I'm the oldest of six right so what everybody else was you know, looking to me at what am I going to do? How are you going to set the standard, this, that, and the other? And and as parents, we might not think that our children recognize that, but we recognize that at an early age because, well, you're the oldest. And so 
through life, you cultivate that leadership. So every, I believe people may different. If you have a different opinion, let's get in the comments and talk about it today because we are talking about leadership. You know, it, it just depends on how well that, that young person is being groomed to help them develop as a leader. And you said something else that was really key in the, you, as you became older in the faith is when you began to experience more leadership roles. And of course, through your military service, Right. The more rank you got, you received more leadership training. Well, let's say ideally we should receive more leadership training. I think last week you were sharing a story with me that I found that was very profound of how you identified a young leader and how the person who was sitting in the seat was relieved that you did that mm-hmm. because they weren't ready. Let's talk right. about that a little bit, uh, a lot of it today. In organizations such as the military and other organizations, if you stay in a position long enough and you dot the I's and you cross the T's, you get the promotion and you get to be a leader in departments and different things. Does that because you are you know, great in that skill set, does that make you a great leader? No, uh, you know, we, we are challenged with that as senior leaders to, uh, you know, to the task of having to fill positions that are vacant now. Mm-hmm. The benefit of a leader is that they don't have to choose right away. <laughs> That's you don't have to choose right away. Uh, you can actually keep a, a position vacant for as long as you need to, as long as a person's not prepared to be in there. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a plan to get somebody and get them ready for that position, uh, then so be it. Uh, and you identify somebody. But just because they're in training doesn't mean you throw them at it. Mm. So a lot of leaders don't understand the power they have to just hold on and wait, Mm. (laughs) you know, hold on and wait. And there is wisdom in that. Mm. Uh, And and when you do not go with wisdom, you're you're headed for folly. And that's usually what leaders, senior leaders do. They foolishly put people in place just to fill the seat Mm. Uh, and then once they're in place, they know good and well, they don't take the time to train them. So, oh. so, you know, so <laughs> it's best to train them and hold off and wait somebody to, to be in there and, and get somebody uh, ready and prepared so that when they sit in the seat, they're actually capable, right? We talked about ability and capability. Ability. Yes, right? we did. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. So that, that patience word, you know, mm-hmm. We tend not to like that word when it has to apply to us. It's easy to tell someone that, but then exercising that as a leader, as a senior leader, exercising patience while we identify and then develop a person to sit in, say, a lower level management seat, a middle management seat, so on and so forth. How should we as senior leaders um You've identified that our capability and our ability is differently is different. How can we identify that in people and what can we do to begin to properly train them, train them to be capable? Well, number one, you have to listen. If you're not if you're a leader that can't listen, always waiting to answer, you're not going to identify it. Mm. You, you have it's an ability. You have to have the ability as a leader to listen. People will tell you exactly who they are yes. if you just took the time to listen. Come on. 
right? There's just so much wisdom also in listening. You know, you, you, the, the old adage is you got two and one, right? <laughs> right? right? You should be right. using one double the time. And um, listening is one of those. And it's almost like a gift. You have to have it to be able to understand who it is you're talking to. There was a, I'll give you this real quick story. There was a, a person coming in to uh, be the chief revenue officer. And I was part of the executive suite at the time I was executive advisor. And the CEO says, hey, Enrique, I don't want to hire uh, anybody at the sec- executive level unless they've talked to you so that you can tell me what the deal is. <laughs> so this person came in, did the interview. I was scheduled to talk to them. And then uh, something happened that I got uh, bumped off the schedule and never did get to talk to him that person was hired that person within a matter of months destroyed not only that office (laughs) and i'm not talking physically destroyed the the the, by destroyed the people and Mm -hmm. and it was terrible what benefit would have been for it to for me to be able to speak to that person and get a true assessment and give it to the ceo to make that decision it's that critical. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, we can oftentimes be excellent at what we do. And so, so far as skill sets, you know, we have an amazing ability, but then our capability to listen, have empathy. Let's see our, our capability in emotional intelligence, effective communication and team building, all of these things and so many more that go with that are part and parcel of being a great leader. We might not have any of them or it's very little. And so when we're sitting or, or we are looking for people to sit in management positions, no matter what level of management it is or what level of leadership it is, they have to have a good balance of both. That's what I hear you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, when you talk about ability versus capability, ability. So you have two years, you just because you had two ears don't mean you're capable of, be, of listening, right? right? You have two ears, so you have the perceived ability mm-hmm. because I could actually be deaf. My, I, I was born that way. And although I have the, the anatomy to be able to do so, I may not have the capability to do so. And so with leaders, hey, Tisha, with leaders, you know, it's the same. But you have to, as senior leaders, you have to be able to take the time. If you're rushing through this process, you're going to you're going to foul it. But you have to take the the time to look and sift through the whole uh, person and be able to say, okay, this person, when I put them in a leadership position, Mm -hmm. will not only be able to hear, Mm -hmm. they'll be able to listen to their people and be an effective leader in that position. I love it. I love it. The difference between listening and hearing. Mm hmm. If I have fully functional hearing ears, I can hear you, but I am not able to listen to you. Am I able to comprehend and understand what you're saying? Even if you're not saying a lot, that's a, that's a powerful tool that a leader must have. What are some of the things that you've done uh, over the years to help leaders um, develop and grow in that area? 
Yeah, but this this one's a tough area for, for leaders to grow in, especially especially if if they've been used to being heard. So mm. leaders that are always being heard don't take the time to listen, um, and and it get, and it gets worse as you get higher, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, you you could even talk; they could even talk to themselves, and they won't listen. <laughs> they won't listen, <laughs> but. So how, how I help leaders uh, get to the point where they can execute at this level of listening to people, being being attentive to their folks and things like that. I have to separate them, them from the position. Mm -hmm. uh, once you separate somebody from a position, then you appeal to their humanity. Mm -hmm. Once you appeal to the humanity, then you start doing real work. Right. Okay. Uh, because everybody understands that we're frail, that we are subject to failures and 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 uh, faults and all these different things that that plague us as human. Um, but once you can appeal to the humanity of the leader, mm -hmm. you can actually make some great changes, great strides. You can actually lead them into uh, their leadership promised land uh, to say, to say uh, to, for lack of a better word. Um, and. So once I appeal to their humanity and can actually get them to admit, because there's a huge, huge power behind admittance, right? You, when you admit something, yes, you fully yes. take it. You're like, yes. yeah, that yes. was me. Yeah. And so when I can get them to understand and admit that they have not fully given themselves over to the listening and hearing of their people, then we start to make some a great progression uh and you see it almost immediately and matter of, as a matter of fact i've had groups come back and say what you do with our leader <laughs> <laughs> you said some powerful things right there i want i want to take just a minute again to thank all of those that are have that are joining us uh, here on the live or if you're listening to the replay thank you so much for that as well please hit those like share and subscribe buttons we want to get this particular episode of laquita's toolbox live out to as many people as possible. So hit those like, share, subscribe. If this is your first time joining us on Liquidus Toolbox, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope that you are learning some great things on today and will come back and join us again. Uh, go ahead and get hit those notification bells so that you'll receive the notifications when we are going live every Thursday at 11.30 a.m. Central Standard Time right here um, in the Liquidus Toolbox community. So you 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 preached the whole message right there. And I told you, you already on offer number three. I didn't tell you about the first two, but now you're on offer number three. I can't even remember how many offerings I owe you because you didn't send me your cash out last week. I don't even know how many I owe you from last week and this week. But you said some some powerful stuff right there. And I want to make sure that we chew on that for a little bit before we move forward, because that appealing to someone's humanity mm -hmm. that's a powerful thing last week i was on a fireside chat and that piece kept coming up we were talking about some of the political issues of that we're currently experiencing and the one thing that went across that conversation was our ability to see each other's humanity above whatever ideology that we have tapped into mm -hmm. and believe in, can we see each other as humans? And as leaders, it's absolutely important that we understand that and that we can see our own humanity, that we are fallible, 
um, and that we own that. And that's the other piece that I heard loud and clear was not only do you have to, uh, that you have to, as a leader, be um, understand your humanity, but the humanity of those that serve with you and alongside you, and you're, you're fallible, that there are areas within you that need growth. And there are areas within you that, especially in your ability to hear your people and really, really feel and understand where they're coming from so that we can then begin to make more effective decisions. And that uh, the fact that the leadership, the teams around these leaders notice that instantly, you know, mm -hmm. being responsible. That's one thing that when you're sitting in particular leadership positions, I don't care what level, sometimes it can get real hard to own your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it well, can get real hard to own yourself, yeah. Sometimes it's rewarded for you not to. Come on, talk about it. You know, the 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 industry organizations out there, they they don't want people right. They they we used to say it at home. You don't you don't go share our lawn dirty laundry with the neighbors or nothing like that. Everything stays here. Everything we learn starts at home. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. And so these little kids that got told, don't be airing our dirty laundry. Guess what? They're going to grow up and they're going to get into a job and they're going to say, what happens here at this company? Ain't nobody need no business to have, you know, <laughs> same thing, right? It, it, we just took little kids, let them grow with the same bad habits and we put them in organizations. Mm. So, and now they're running stuff like their mama or their daddy ran their house. Uh, <laughs> And that and 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 that's uh that's a shame. So uh, one thing I've done as a as a leader in my house, right? Because I I could care less to be a leader in the world mm -hmm. if I can't be a leader in my house. Come on, sir. Don't want it. Yeah. Don't want it. Don't give me no position. Don't give me no titles if I ain't doing it in my house first. Come and on, so sir. um my, my children, all of them, uh, they know my faults. I speak about it. I've spoken about my failures in the past. It doesn't matter how ugly. I, it, I did it. Why can't I own it? <laughs> you know? And so I tell, I tell my kids, well, uh, you know, things I've gone through, as shameful as they may be or as hurtful as they may be to me, mm. um, because I don't want them to, to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want the devil taking, taking them down that road. And so I tell them so that they understand is that my position in this house is to be the representative of God to them tangibly mm. so that they can see what it is that God wants them to see, not for what I want them to see. Right. So I need them to understand that, yes, I am the head of this household, but I am also accountable mm. just like they are. Come, and, if, right there. And, and, if, and if I could get them to understand that failure is going to come, mm -hmm. but I'm giving you opportunity to learn from mine. Mm. And, uh, you know, whether you want to do that on your, you know, on your own, you know, <laughs> for which, and if you want to take that step and say, you know, I'm going to still repeat my daddy's bad habits, or I'm going to still repeat my daddy's shortfalls or, or comings, uh, you know, that's on you now. Yes, it is. But I'm going to equip you as the leader of this house to make as less mistakes as a few mistakes that you can 
because I've already told you what the outcome looks like. Yeah. They'll learn. They may not, but I did my job. Right. And so leaders, leaders don't take that out and, and do it at, at, at the, uh, at, at their job site. Mm. They, they, they just want to show the trophies and, and, and the certificates and, and, uh, you know, uh, the newsletter, I was, you know, highlighted this and then the other, when we all know that didn't come that easy. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. You, you, I mean, you've laid down about, I'm thinking to myself right now, you've laid down about four key tools. You've laid down more than that, but some four big takeaways, uh, patience right at the top. Mm. Leaders must be patient. Leaders must have the ability to not just hear, but and li- hear and to listen. That we've got to have patience. We have to be able to hear and listen to our people. We have to understand not only uh, our humanity, but their humanity, and that we are fallible and there's always room for growth and for change. You've talked about responsibility, uh, taking responsibility for your actions or lack thereof. And now you're talking about accountability. I'm like, I, I couldn't count. That's fine. I think that's fine. <laughs> I think that's fine. And, and you, you, you said something again, that was really key right there. We often look at, or in our organizations, we're praised for covering up and mm. being able to cover it up well and keep it in house, even though everything is sh- done <laughs> but from the outside looking in it looks great and I've, I've been a part of organizations like that where everybody knows they're about 5 to 10 15 20 30 things that are not functioning well mm-hmm. it needs to function better and we know that internally but when the key decision makers come through for the inspection or they have a conversation then they're everybody is lying mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody is lying, but yet you're still upset that things aren't working right. And it's amazing how that behavior never changes or it re- I won't say never. It rarely changes. You, It's that type of behavior that keeps our organizations and our homes from working at their fullest potential. Why is it that you think that we continue to do or repeat these negative things, but yet still complain when things aren't working? Well, uh, you you know we mentioned it earlier. We're 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 encouraged. Mm. Uh, society encourages the whitewashing of things mm-hmm. uh, because it makes us feel good, yeah. right? I remember being a, a, a immediate supervisor in charge and doing you you mentioned inspection, doing inspections, and um, I switched how I ran those. I didn't go there looking to see what they did well. Mm-hmm. You did it well. Good on you. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at the things that you don't do well <laughs> and let's focus on that. And not just for the sake of let's look at what you don't do well. Mm-hmm. Where have I failed you mm-hmm. that you cannot do that well? Mm-hmm. It, the onus of the failure was on the immediate supervisor. Yeah. Not on the person executing. They only execute as much as you allow them to. And so when when you switch that, then you take the blame automatically. All the stuff come out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you're going to take the blame, well, let me tell you, (laughs) 
questions. That's when you that's when you get all the good stuff. And so leaders uh, have an opportunity to help in the regard of improvement and 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 it 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 actually starts with where did I fail you? Mm. Because if you're working for me and you were not able to do something, it must have been something that I did. Mm. And whether you did or not, whether you did or not, give them the grace to be able to say, oh, it's not on me right now. Okay, mm-hmm. now I can actually talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's when you make uh, make positive strides. But uh, yeah, it's it's encouraged. It's it's rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've seen. I have definitely seen. You know, even bonus. <laughs> I'm like, why is this person getting a bonus for that? <laughs> right. I because mean, if we don't give it, then it's gonna look like I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah, yes, nah. I'll run it through you money. Know. But I, I remember when some of the promotion systems changed and it became automatic with certain, you know, I don't know if that worked like that across the board and other branches, but during the height of the complex on two fronts, because there was such a shortage in certain career fields, the military was just letting, you know, folk in. They would normally let in. And then them folks end up in these units. <laughs> and my husband would be fussing all the time that you have these soldiers who cannot walk, talk, and chew bubblegum at the same time, but we're about to make them a leader because they they managed to survive mm-hmm. the amount of time needed to sit in that seat. So he started to where the army had mandatory once a week training. He started implementing training like every day that they had to attend because somewhere you're going to have to have that personal development um, and professional development. If they're going to keep promoting you, you can't just not be ready for these things. And that, that's what I, I hear you saying there as well as leaders, we have to take responsibility for the development of those that are on our team. And if they aren't developed and they aren't able to perform at their best, then we own some of that responsibility, if not all of it. Because if you're a leader and you're saying, well, I didn't know that they didn't know that, then yeah, it's all your fault because what have you been paying attention to? Or you're saying, yes, I did realize that, but what can I do still? You're the leader, so that's still your fault as well. So as a leader, we have to be vigilant. At, I can't seem to talk today. We have to be aware of our people and take the time to get to know them. What how, What are some things that you can advise leaders to do? Um, say you have a solopreneur or that's looking to bring on team members or you have, you know, a smaller organization that say it's, you know, five to 10 people, whether they're W-2 or contractors, what can the the entrepreneurs and other leaders do to set that tone in the beginning to cultivate a, an atmosphere on their, in their uh, companies where their team members feel like they do have an open door. I can come and be honest with you because I know that you are going to take that feedback and do something positive with it. What can we do to cultivate those in the beginning instead of, you know, starting out bad and then trying to backtrack and fix it. I would say two things and I'll touch them briefly. Gap analysis and 
I, I, I don't want to say vulnerability, but I, I'll say truth, mm -hmm. right? Be truthful. Be honest. Uh, why I say gap analysis? We all should be doing gap analysis. <laughs> all of us <laughs> should be finding out what's the difference between us today and where we want to be. What's mm -hmm. the difference? What's missing? What is what needs to be done? What needs to be filled? Mm -hmm. And if a leader can do that with themselves, then you can do it with somebody else. But they're just so happy to do it with somebody else that they don't take the time for themselves. But you must know that. Mm -hmm. You must know that. Let's say I get into a job and it's a uh, and, and mechanical. I go to a, a, a garage. I don't know. You won't find me there because that's why I pay for that. But <laughs> if I were to be a, a, a go and say I want to be a mechanic, there's a lot of gaps. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that I know, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of gaps before you throw a car at me. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say, OK, what don't I know that this mechanic shop performs? What are the things that they perform that I am not up on? And where's that gap? Mm -hmm. That way I can go back and say, look, you hired me for this. Here I'm at 85. Here I'm at 45. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that right now. So can I get some training at this area? Well, get me up at least and get to an 85% solution where everybody's happy at least. <laughs> um, uh, or, or can you get me all the way up on these areas? So, in order to do that, you have to know yourself mm -hmm. compared to what job you are going into. You know, the resumes usually speak to what we you know. Usually that, that that gets padded and all prettified so that you can, you know, so that you can put me all the way up to the top because there's a system, right? There's a system. But, right. But when, when you're actually truthful, mm -hmm. as a leader, you don't know it all. Mm -hmm. Don't act like you do mm -hmm. because people know better. Yeah. You, you're only going to look like a fool because yeah. people are like, okay, he know about that, but look at him right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, don't do it. Be truthful, be honest, and then get your team together and say, you know what? These are the areas I am lacking in. And I've noticed John, that you are a great writer. I kind of struggle with that. Why, why can't you just say that? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> struggle with that. Can you help me get to a point where I'm able to at least match you? Mm -hmm. Because uh, because if not, I'm going to give you that job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you that job. And, and that's unfair to them. Yeah. Sometimes uh, the, the uh, you know, leaders pawn off their 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 job on people who can do it, but don't give them no credit. No, under the guise of delegation. Yeah, let them know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a big discussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big discussion. Um, but but own up to it. Say, hey, uh, Pam, you're a great orator. I I kind of I, I kind of freeze. Can you show me some things that you work? You know, you use. Then all of a sudden, you just put value on your team. Yes. You yes. Just not only put value on on your team. But now you've employed your team to teach a teacher. They're going to feel real good. Or real they're going to say, why they hired this, <laughs> this person? <laughs> why they hired this person, right? <laughs> but there are some things that you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. Make those evident as well. You know, I spoke to a team. I said, look, in the, in the realm of leadership, I got it. You don't have to teach me much on there. But in this area... You got that. I've already identified that. 
and you got this. Can can we spend some time together? Maybe you can help me get all up and up, like you know, we say up all full round. Um, you know, and that did wonders for that team. So you know, gap analysis and be truthful. Being truthful, that's a jewel all in itself. The power of saying, I don't know, when you really don't know. Being that 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 truthful with those that are around you, I believe it raises their level of respect for you. You know, depending on that that person, right? If I if if you're truthful with that person, as in the scenario that that you've given, you're saying, "Okay, Pam, I don't know how to do this, but I see that you do. Can you one teach me a few pointers? Give me a few pointers so that I can become better." for myself. And two, while I'm yet working on this, let me hand you this responsibility and then follow that up with the proper accolades and acknowledgement mm -hmm. that Pam needs so that she can continue to grow and excel personally and professionally because you've acknowledged that you've empowered her to help you in the area where you're weak. And you also empowered her and given her that freedom, if you will, to grow even more as an orator in your organization. Mm -hmm. So that that's a win-win. You know, if I were Pam, I would be like, okay, <laughs> bet. Yeah. Most people, well, most people would, right? Most yeah. people would. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with and that. then as a leader, look forward. Look yeah. forward from that situation and say, where can I use Pam to get a step up? Yes. yes. Oh, oh! I heard in the in the leader meeting that they were talking about a new a video newsletter. Mm. Well, shh, I'm gonna get Pam up in there. Come on now, you know. And and all of a sudden, she's the face of the company. You know, yeah. that's what leaders do. That's yeah. that's what they should do. That's what. Um, that's absolutely what they should do. We talked also last time about some things that hinder leaders, or, or maybe one particular thing it was. <laughs> that hinder leaders in this area from being that truthful, that vulnerable, that transparent, if you will, um, to where they're actively involved in the development of their people. And it, you spoke to fear. Mm -hmm. As yep. leaders, why is it so important for us to identify those fears and not just identify our fears, but take the necessary actions to deal with them? Well, so that know, they don't have negative impact on us and those that we've been given charge over as leaders. You know, it, it, I love to break words down, right? So courage, yes. it starts with C-O-R, which, uh, you know, is heart, right? It's heart. Mm -hmm. um, most leaders that are in positions today don't have the heart for leadership. Mm. And wow. so there's no courage. Mm. And, and and you got to be courageous as a leader. Yes, you do. Uh, because there's going to be some fights that come your way that's personal. Yeah. But more, if you have a team of 10, guess what? You're going to get 10 fights. <laughs> right? That thing, things that are coming at you at any given point. Because within your team, there's other teams and there's other teams and there's other teams. Mm -hmm. um, fear is there because there's no courage. Mm. usually folks will hide behind their inadequacies and, and or hide their in, inadequacies mm. um, 
the system is is it has a a part of it that encourages you know and we mentioned that by by monetary gain or by just popularity mm -hmm. to hide those things mm -hmm. uh, and so nobody's being courageous and if mm -hmm. you can't be courageous for yourself uh pam ain't where <laughs> she knows you ain't gonna do it for her yeah, right. John John is like, no, he ain't gonna, he's not gonna put his neck out, right? We I've heard it so many years that no, that person ain't gonna do that. Wait, why? Why why wouldn't they? They ain't gonna put their neck out like that. When they're a leader, they should be putting all their body out. Like, no, this is this is my folk. Yeah. I'm gonna make sure that they grow and they mm -hmm. are prosperous. And if it has to be by way of me, so be it. But that's why I'm the leader. And no. and so no, uh, that fear uh, has different elements to it when it comes to leadership. But most of it is that there's no heart behind it. Mm -hmm. Their now, role say, is their role. Now, when you say heart, I want to yeah. I want you to break that down for us, because I don't want anybody to leave with a misunderstanding or misinterpretation, because. When we talk about the, the a person having heart, it's easier for us to make that shift in that reference when we're talking about an athlete mm. having heart. But even then, we could talk about some professional athletes that have an amazing skill set, but they have no heart. But that's conversation for another yeah. day. <laughs> to and, really yeah. break that down for us because, you know, the goal is with the broadcast, when people are looking at the live and get the replay, they'll be able to chew this and, and um really have tangible, easily implementable tools and having a heart is necessary. Yeah. And, and especially um, it's, every, it's everywhere. You need the heart. If you want to do something and do it well, you got to put your heart in it. Right. Yes. It's uh, it, I was uh, going through a slide deck uh, for a company that was uh, part-time, but looking for angel investors. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and the thing that you have to understand with angel investors, is it, they, they are not going to throw money at you. If you're part-timer, mm -hmm. <laughs> they actually want like 110%, not a hundred. They, they want, you are crazy about this thing to the yeah, point like, that you, you are crazy. Right. That's the type of people they want to invest in and throw money mm -hmm. at. So, when you talk about that type of determination, that type of commitment, um, the same is required for leadership. Mm. But you'd be hard pressed to find somebody like that mm. because there's just so many competing things. Yes. Right. And leadership has become just what I do. Mm -hmm. I, I do that and I do it from nine to five. After that, I want to hear nothing about it. Mm. Um, it is a, it is a job. It is not a lifestyle. And oh, so when that's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> leadership has become a job and not a lifestyle. Now it mm. was designed to be a lifestyle, lifestyle yes. which means, you know, when you're, when you're driving down the street and you're driving behind Enrique's car, you're going to see him stop at stop sign. Mm-hmm. You're going to see him stop at the red light before he before he goes right on red. Mm. You know, you're going to see things that are common day occurrences in Enrique's life that are that are that are matching what he says he can do as a leader, mm. because your life is the example of leadership. Yeah. Yes. And so when I'm talking about heart, um. That is just the place it starts at. Mm. 
it has to permeate throughout the body and actually become action. Mm. And what you don't have in your heart, you can't act. You can't act that out. You can't act that out. Yeah. Even if you tried, you're like, oh man, you ain't you ain't up for this role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't yeah. go and try uh, and try to be Denzel. Because only Denzel knows how to play that role. Come on right? now. Now I can try to imitate it, but it won't be Denzel quality. All right. Uh, and and so leaders have to, or those people that are wanting to be in leadership position mm-hmm. have to understand that it is a lifestyle, yes. not a job, not a an employment, not something that you just, you know, uh, pick up from nine to five. I should be able to see leadership all day long from you. Leadership being a lifestyle. I, I love the, the examples that you gave. Everything that we do in our life should reflect um, the true nature of who we are. Mm-hmm. And if the true nature of who you are, I am a leader. You're going to find me doing, you're going to find me being a leader, whether I'm on the job, in my home, participating in my favorite hobby or community activity or whatever it is, because it is who I am. It's not a hat that I put on and take off. Mm-hmm. It's literally who I am. And Viewers may be saying, well, Laquita and Enrique, that sounds like y'all ain't giving me no self-care time. That means your mindset hadn't shifted yet because that's not what we're saying. We're not saying you're working constantly 24-7 or you're having to be someone, you know, you're having to play this role 24-7. Yeah. No, he's clearly saying great leaders are great leaders always. And yeah, yes, I, I, they take care of themselves. That's at the... You know, that self-care piece is necessary because as a great leader, I recognize that my team needs to practice great self-care. And I'm going to demonstrate that by practicing great self-care myself. And and even in self-care. So you mentioned something. It's not a it's not. a So leadership is not a job. No. It is not hard to be. If you are a true leader, mm-hmm. it is not a job to be a leader. Right. No. Right. What that what I'm what I'm saying is that. All my decisions favor me mm. in the positive way that does not step on somebody's back. Say that again. <laughs> right. All my decisions favor me in a positive way, but do not step on somebody's back. It is not a selfish act. Come Actually, on, when I am when I am being a leader, mm-hmm. being yes. a leader, I do it all the time. And it doesn't require me to take a vacation. <laughs> it doesn't. It because this is who I am. Him, yes. You know, this morning I was driving. Today I was driving, and I, I always try to keep this in mind. If you're gonna say you're a leader, you better be it. Yes. You better be it. Don't let nobody ever be able to say, "Oh, but I saw you." Are we perfect? No. No. Right? So I'm coming through, uh, uh, you know, through a, a, a school zone, and I see that I was a, uh, I was like one, two, three over before I got to it. I got in line, right? But I realized, I said, hmm, hold on now. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You better put, put, put that in check, buddy, <laughs> and put that behind you because this ain't going to happen. 
And so I'm leading myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Self-leadership. Yeah, number uh, one. Yeah, you, you lead yourself, but it and 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 does it take an amount of effort? Yes, it does. Why? Because I was raised in the Bronx. <laughs> Ain't nobody stopped. <laughs> stop to, so, I mean, I got a lot of years that I need to work out. Mm. But guess what? Oh, we're going to work it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're going we're gonna to make a we're going to make a gym out of this. <laughs> <laughs> that self-leadership has to be first and foremost yeah. in our life. If we can't lead ourselves nope. how, effectively, impactfully, how in the world are we going to lead others? Um, leadership being a lifestyle. That means I'm not faking this until I make it. I hate that statement. Mm. I really don't like that statement because you can't fake something that you are not. You'll never make it. Mm. You know, your gifts and your talents might get you in the room you desire to be. But the very thing that Enrique is saying here, your leadership capability, your character will definitely either cause you to tear that room up, that table up or be uninvited. Because yeah, you, cannot, you cannot fake it until you make it. Your ability may get you there. Your capability may take you out. Come on now. <laughs> oh, say that again. Listen, I owe you all. What is your cash app, sir? Like, <laughs> I owe you all the offerings. <laughs> like, is, that, is, that is so powerful. We've spent so much. It's like with marriage. We spend mm-hmm. so much time focusing on the wedding but we don't focus on the becoming the husband and the man and the wife or the woman that need that's needed in order to make the marriage work. We spend so much time focusing on the skill sets necessary to get the positions that we don't focus on the necessary things that it's going to uh, take in order to maintain the position and grow in the position. We have to work on the inside so that it can show up on the outside. Listen, you know, this hour has gone by so fast. <laughs> I have more things I want to say, but I'm going to put a pen in it so we don't run completely over because I definitely need you to let the people know how they can reach you, how they can hear more of your leadership tips, tools, and strategies, and how, you know, how can they connect with you? Yes, uh, thank you for that. Uh, LinkedIn is the best way. That's where I reside. I do have a Facebook and Instagram a presence, Triad Leadership Solutions. Uh, you could look at that. Uh, but the uh, website is triadleadershipsolutions.com. You could look there and, and book a time with me. Uh, but I, I put a lot of uh, content out on LinkedIn. You know, I have a live, I have an audio uh, show, and you know, it's just uh, <laughs> an Adidas yeah. like part three. <laughs> We're making. Yeah, you know, there's just so much to share, but uh, love to hear from you. Connect with me on LinkedIn. You know, I usually uh, I I will sift through the connection requests. So don't, you know, uh, but if you connect with me and you're right, I'll, I'll accept it. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, plenty plenty of places to find me. Yeah, awesome. Listen, guys, I have dropped those links. Um, I've dropped Enrique's LinkedIn into the comments. I've also dropped the link to his podcast uh, in the comments and uh, to his website in the comments. So if you weren't able to write all of that down, don't worry. 
get in the comment section here and you can uh, go ahead and just click that link and like, follow and share him on all of the re relevant platforms. And again, thank so much to everyone uh, that has joined us across uh, the various um, social media communities on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch. We appreciate you. Hit those like, share and subscribe buttons. Let's get this broadcast out to as many people as possible today. If you're watching the hashtag replay, thank you for watching that. And please do the same. Get in the comment section and let me know what you think. I want to know what I can do to improve uh, and what type of guests that you'd like to see on the Liquidus Toolbox Live so that we can make sure we're bringing you tools and strategies that help you grow both personally and professionally. Enrique, Thank you so much, brother. We're going to have to organize a part three. <laughs> We're going to have to organize a part three. <laughs> uh, but before we go today, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah, just uh, just be right. Mm -hmm. Just be whatever it is that you've determined to do. Just be it. And and and, you know, and hone your skill. That, that's that's your responsibility. Uh, we will only see what you determined to be. That's a powerful truth. Just be. Guys, thank you so much. If you have not checked out my new book, Redefining Success, Eight Tools That I've Used to Develop a Growth Mindset, please check that out. You'll find the link to that uh, to be able to purchase that here in the comment section. It's available on Amazon. If you'd like an autographed copy of my book, the um, my website is also in the comments. Uh, go out to my website, go to the shopping cart. Put about four or five of them books in your shopping cart. No, I'm just kidding. It's Christmas time, though. Black Friday deals are coming. And I will be more than happy to autograph each and every one and get them sent out uh, to yourself and your loved ones. Guys, thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Take care and be blessed. All right, everybody.